Algar Productions. And so as day 314 draws to a close, I find myself experiencing a strange and almost unfamiliar sensation for the first time since I arrived here. Hope. It took us months to determine that this world even had access to the kind of technology we'd need to get this message to you. And then it took almost twice as long to negotiate the use of that technology and then subsequently to earn enough credits through indentured servitude. And let me tell you, I do not relish manual labor. (laughs) I understand its value in a thriving economic system, but some people are better suited to the top of the pyramid. Just, you know, more naturally inclined to a leadership role. Nevertheless, we do what we must. Well, I say we. My traveling companion has nearly ruined this arrangement for us on a number of occasions. On quite a number of them. Such a high number, in fact, that you wouldn't believe me if I actually told you. Regardless, thanks to my tireless efforts on behalf of both of us, for some reason, I can finally say that we'll be bringing this whole embarrassing affair to a close presently. (laughs) Ah, Leaky, my old friend. Today's the day, yes? I haven't the slightest idea what you're talking about, Damon Park. Of course you don't. It took some time to work out that nothing happens on this planet without a well-placed bribe. And when I say a well-placed bribe, I mean a a seemingly never-ending series of bribes. Does this refresh your memory? (sighs) I suppose you think this gives you the right to access our communications relay. Well, this plus all the other payments, and the months of backbreaking labor. And what makes you think I won't raise the price you think we agreed on? Because you're an honorable representative of your people, and you recognize in me a sort of kindred spirit? <laughs> oh, you are amusing. As it happens, Damon Park, I've reviewed the terms of our arrangement and cross-checked them against established Miniru law. And? And then I visited a legal advisor to double-check my work. You know, you talk about other Miniru often, but how is it that I've never managed to meet anyone other than you in all the time we've been stranded here? The legal advisor informed me that I would be well within my rights to charge triple what I'm charging you for this. Triple? I can charge triple. It's entirely my discretion, and so... I believe... I will hold to our original arrangement. Oh, well, good. Oh, good, good. You had me going for a minute there. However. Oh, no, okay. I know that, however. I'm intimately familiar with that, however. However, the advisor's fees were considerable. And they're coming out of my end. Correct. How considerable are we talking? Well, rather than bandying about abstract numbers. Oh, that's my favorite part of a negotiation. Give me the message you intend to send off-world, and we can discuss this in more practical terms. Well, all right. It's on this pad here. The entire contents of this device. There are dozens of lengthy audio entries here. Oh, hundreds. 
I've kept a detailed journal since we arrived on this planet. There's a serious market out there for survivalist literature. And if my protege starts securing the publishing rights to that memoir as soon as he receives it, I should be looking at a tidy sum by the time I get back to Nimbus Station. There is absolutely no possibility of you sending all this data with our array. Fine, fine. I can see how that may have been asking a lot. Also, any and all material created while in my employ is my property, so I will not be returning this device or its contents to you. What? This is actually another policy I'm pretty intimately familiar with. Uh, so what can I send? Well, factoring in the legal fees and retroactively docking your pay for all the time you spent recording this memoir instead of working. Wait, how dare... <laughs> all right, all right. Fine. Fine. What does that leave me with? Your credit account is now... Let's say 46. 46? All right, all right, I can work with this. It's nothing close to what I'd hoped to send, but today is the day. <laughs> I've been telling myself that for weeks, and today needs to be the day, if for no other reason than my need to stop cohabitating with that insufferable human. Private living accommodations were offered at a reasonable rate. <laughs> I practically invented that one. All right, here's my message. Ready to take this down? Ready. <clears throat> Ferengi Daemon Pak, late of the Marauder Relentless Prophet, stranded on planet known locally as Maniru, one other survivor, send help, can pay handsomely. You cannot currently afford a message of that length. Alright. Take off handsomely. In fact, just strike that whole last sentence. We came together in a spirit of peaceful cooperation to expand our collective understanding of the universe. Twelve unique cultures from across two galaxies. Faced with complete disaster, we discovered that a single, unified coalition would be infinitely greater than the sum of its parts. And leading the charge in this unprecedented interstellar partnership is the Federation Starship Endeavor. Endeavor, created by Ron Algar Watt and Matt Robotham. Starring Kara O'Connor as Naomi Wildman, Amanda Smith as Dal Lacerto, and Jason Wallace as Kutch. Episode 9, The Search for Pock. Are you ready for this? I have to be, but I'm not looking forward to it. I don't blame you. It's a dangerous mission, but I know we can do it. Wish me luck. I'm going in. Dal? Hello? The door was unlocked. Ah, oh, jeez. What's with all the pads? There must be hundreds of them. She's been in here a while. No, I mean, why is she using so many pads? Why do we insist on using multiple pads like this? Don't touch that. <sighs> Those are carefully assembled data sheets analyzing the various difference between the evolutions of the Ah and the Mongari race. And wait, no. These are the linguistics calculations on the... Uh, Oh my god. Kutch, Naomi, I am so glad to see you. Dal, are you okay? 
I haven't seen you in like two weeks. Also, what have you been doing? This room is a mess. Is that the parrot I had when I was a pirate? I borrowed him from xenobiology. I thought the language centers of his brain could... Never mind. Look, I basically haven't left this room in 13 days. I've been working. On what? The same thing I've been working on since I was demoted. Meticulously transliterating the Sato protocols to the standard Bendu model. And then back again. But then I had an idea. If I worked really hard and didn't ever come out and got everything finished just perfectly, the captain would stop being mad at me. I just... I need him to see that I'm good now. I'm better. I am the best. Best Dal. Dal is great. Oh, I maybe wouldn't count on that anytime soon. Really? Yeah, he's still referring to you as that ensign when he has to talk about you at all. Damn it, that could be any ensign. I don't know. He he doesn't usually spit when he refers to another ensign. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. Which is why we're taking you with us now. What? We've been getting a weird signal from the outer reaches of the Theta Sector, and you're the only one with the experience we need to translate it. And you've spent time in that sector. Both of those things are true. Exactly. There's no one on this ship better suited to this job than you. Come on, you're going on a mission with us. I never thought I'd be pleased to hear those words. Lieutenant Crackers? (laughs) You're in charge. And tidy up this clutter. My god, man, you're supposed to be a professional. The Barret outranks you? He's a war hero. You're sure about this, Naomi? Of course I am. How can he possibly say no? Absolutely not. Under no circumstances. But, Captain... No. Commander, I have made it absolutely clear that that ensign is not permitted on any missions indefinitely. And I'm strongly considering taking the D&E out of that word. Um... Infinitely. Without the D&E, it would be infinite. And never mind. The point is, no, she is not going anywhere. Cap, it's vitally important that we find the source of this signal. We don't think it's just a run-of-the-mill mysterious something coming in from deep space. Really? Sir, I have reason to believe that it might be Damon Pock attempting to contact us. Pock? No, he died during the UOS-02 incursion. That's certainly what we believed at the time, sir. But if he somehow managed to escape, then we need to launch a rescue attempt immediately. And if it's not him, we need to know who in Theta Sector is trying to impersonate him. All right, all right. I agree that a rescue mission is definitely in order, and I'm good with you two coordinating with the Ferengi on this, but there is still no reason to allow Lacerdo to- I can do this, sir. Oh. I didn't see you there. I was crouched behind Kutch, sir. Mm-hmm. Ensign, you really need to do- I need this, sir. I need to do something, and I can do this. Nobody on the ship has the same experience in the Theta Sector as I do. It, it's true that all three of us gained considerable experience when we were stranded there last year, but I spent that time studying the local languages. No one else is equipped to communicate there like I am, and- if Damon Pock is reaching out to us now, time may be of the essence. Sir. Commander Wildman, you are authorized to take Ensign Lacerdo on this mission. Thank you, Cap. Being aware that she is still effectively grounded, she is there for translation and any other Starfleet-related work. She is under no circumstances allowed to have any fun. Understood, sir. And Ensign? Yes, sir. You would be wise to view this mission as the life preserver that it is, and show me no less than your absolute best performance. Yes, sir. 
dismissed. Attention! Attention! How did it even do that? Attention! Currency-having shoppers of Nimbus Station! Once again, I, Damon Todd, am proud to present to one and all the latest in delights from the very heart of the Alpha Quadrant. Not available anywhere else in the galaxy, these unique wonders are available only now for a limited time. What have you got this time, Todd? Don't encourage him, Dell. Why not? He's never been encouraged by anyone in his life. This should be an exciting experience for him. Ah, Ensign Lacerto, Commander Kutch, Commander Wildman. Always a distinct pleasure. Ugh, how did you make that sound gross? Perhaps I can interest you in my newest acquisition from your homeworld. For the last time, none of us is actually from Earth. Yeah, can I be honest? I'm sick of hearing about Earth. Todd, I would love to see your latest acquisition from my adopted homeworld. Adopted homeworld? Well... I lived there for a few years. Behold, Ensign, this length of silicon, available in a variety of colors, including science blue. I have beheld it. Now hold out your hand, please. Uh, ow. Uh, okay, it, what, wraps around your wrist? I present to you the slap bracelet, the ultimate in 1993 technology. Was it used for law enforcement? No, you... You wore it. Is it jewelry? I mean, in a way? No, not ri- really. Okay, so what's the point? I, I mean... So, Todd, the reason we're here... I'm starting to see the appeal. The reason we're... I think I might love this thing. The reason... How much are these? The reason we're here, Todd! Really? I mean, uh, oh, of course, 40 slips for my friends, uh, each... Damon Pock is alive. And we need you to accompany us on a mission to rescue him. Wait, what's happening? But it can't be Pac. There's absolutely no way it can be Pac. That's impossible. Statistically unlikely is not the same as impossible. And you're absolutely sure about this signal? I've checked the signal. Double checked. Triple checked and double-triple-checked. I think that'd be quintuple-checked, but you skipped four. Listen, I'd love to do our playful banter thing right now, but what I'd love to do more is to get this right. I have to get this right. There's a lot at stake here for me. And also for Damon Park, right? Well, if the message is real... What did I just say? If we can believe the contents of this definitely real message... Thank you. Then Pac's not the only one on this planet. He mentioned another survivor. Oh, no. You don't think it's my dad, do you? Is there some reason your dad would be an Omega? Stranded on a distant planet? No, but there's also absolutely no way that Pac could be either, so I don't know what other personal nightmares of mine might also be coming true. Nightmares? I thought you loved Pac. Well, I thought you were his devoted employee. Which is the same thing for a Ferengi, right? You probably think you're insulting me right now, but that's exactly right. I also haven't entirely done a great job managing his holdings. You don't say. Guys, there's something we should talk about before I bring the runabout out of warp. Oh no, now what? Yeah, I figured this was a conversation we were going to have sooner or later. What are you guys... Oh, right. What? What are you three not telling me? We've been to Theta Sector before. What? Nobody on this project has been out that far. It's beyond even the Oz Explore territory. 
We have. About a year ago. What are you talking about? Oh, wait a minute. This is where you all got stranded during the incursion? That's right. But didn't you run into some kind of criminal syndicate out here? Yep. And that mold monster thing? told you about that. One of Dr. Shang's interns wouldn't stop talking about it. They extracted a piece of it from you, Commander. Oh, did they? I can hardly remember that time I lost my free will and almost killed everyone I care about, including myself. Really? Personally, I'd remember a thing like that. We probably should have talked about this before we left, don't you think? None of the data we have from our time around Mickey indicates that his people came anywhere near this world. I'm confident we're okay, but I did think we should at least, I don't know, acknowledge it? Remind each other to keep our eyes open? I'm not gonna lie. Some of these encryption algorithms are pretty similar to the ones we saw Mickey's people using. But I would stake my reputation on the fact that these are the original algorithms and those guys stole them. Not for nothing, Dal, but your reputation isn't exactly- Okay then, let me say it this way. The only reason I got to go on this mission at all is because I've been somewhere near here before. I might finally have an opportunity to repair that reputation, and if some foul-smelling mushroom things tries to get in the way of that, I will tear out every single fiber of its disgusting, seemingly endless form before I surrender that opportunity. Wow, okay. So, discussion over then. Taking her out of warp. Approaching the planet... That's odd. What? What's odd? There are a series of settlements on the planet, but they appear to be fairly primitive by our standards. Mostly, we're looking at dense foliage rearranged into what I can only describe as cities. That signal definitely came from here, and all the calm traffic I'm getting indicates a pretty high level of cultural sophistication. Guys, there's a Nimbus escape pod down there. Uh, One of the unaccounted-for three-seaters. It's definitely one of ours. Lay in a course, then. Oh, good. An escape pod. So it's definitely Pac. He's definitely still alive, and this isn't some kind of weird trick or something. Hooray! Unless I am very much mistaken, that is the sound of a Federation runabout approaching. Yes, I did hear it before you because of my ears. How wonderful of you to notice. Of course I'm certain. Do you think I'm... Nope. You know what? You're not going to ruin this. This is the day we finally ditch these ridiculous treehouses and get back to civilization. Yes, I mentioned that there were two of us here. Against my better judgment. So you're getting rescued too, you idiot. You might try showing even the faintest bit of gratitude. Ow, to hell with you. I'm going out to greet them. Here, over here, right here, right where the Ferengi is frantically waving his arms. Ah, yes, it's actually happening. I was waiting for those ridiculous Miniru to snatch this away from me somehow, but... (laughs) My friends, my friends! I'm so happy to... Wait, you're not Starfleet. Huh? Oh, the uniforms! Listen, it's a long story, but I can assure you we are- Okay. Uh, the rest of you look vaguely familiar to me, but him I know for absolute certain. Lieutenant Kutch. Actually, it's Lieutenant Commander now. Wow, Kutch. This might be the fastest I've seen the subject of a rescue mission do such a complete turnaround. What did you 
do to this poor guy? I wish I knew. Don't pretend you don't remember. Three million light years we traveled to bargain with you Nimbus people and this was the first face I saw on the view screen when we arrived. Oh, right. I helped the senior staff establish contact with the daemon here. I guess he's still unhappy that I'm better at negotiating than he is. How dare you? No, 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 no. My first priority is getting off this horrible planet. And if you tell anyone I said this, I will steadfastly deny it. But I'm not exactly in a position to make demands at the moment. You are here to get me off this horrible planet, right? We are, I promise. Obviously, we'll want to run some scans to make sure you're safe to leave the planet. And if it's not a prime directive issue, we'd love to make contact with the local culture. Just promise me that no matter what they say, you're bringing me with you. These people are monsters. Have you been mistreated? I mean, technically, in terms of interstellar law and diplomacy, no, they're just jerks. I don't want to tell you anything that could lead to hostility. Because once I'm back on my feet, I fully intend to come back here and exploit the hell out of this planet and everyone on it. Subtle. I will also steadfastly deny I ever said that. For the record. Your message mentioned a second survivor. Oh, yes. Another Starfleet type. A human. Can we talk to him? I have absolutely no idea why you'd want to, but sure. You see that filthy hovel built into the side of that tree? Uh, nope, not that hovel. The... Much filthier, much ricketier one to the left. There. You'll find him in there. Great, thanks. You two are with me. You're going to regret it. Well, as much as I resent that Tellerite, maybe I actually will have a chance of getting out of here if he's arguing on my behalf. Oh, hello. Someone's still in the runabout? I, I can see you poking your head out from behind that seat, so if you're trying to hide, it's not... Todd? Hello, Damon. Todd, you magnificent creature, get out here at once. Damon Park, it's so good to. Th mm. Oh, mm -mm -mm. God, you're hugging me. <laughs> what have these people done to you, Damon? They've only denied me the pleasure of another Ferengi's company for nearly an entire year. Oh, so you're happy to see me? Of course I'm happy to see you. I, I might be all about business around those Federation types, but I care about more than just my bottom line. It. Is good to see you too, Damon. Although, speaking of my bottom line... Oh no. I mean, you you obviously have a copy of the ledgers with you, right? Oh, of course, Damon. Just like you taught me. Good, good. Well? Well. well let's see them. Oh, the ledgers. Oh, we don't need to do that right now, Damon. Nonsense, nonsense. I'm completely aware that you're not the savvy businessman that I am. I'm prepared to see some losses. Don't worry. I'm not sure you're prepared for this. All right. I'll just open this here and... Yeah! I'll just be back on the runabout behind that chair. It's gone. All of it. Every slip of latinum. Not every slip. We never managed to open your vault. I, I forgot the combination. So whatever's in there is still intact. Hula hoops? Macrame? Miniature golf. We were trying to diversify? Yes, I can see that. Only there's a secret to diversifying that you seem to have failed to observe here. What's that? 
You're supposed to diversify profitable things. You said yourself, Damon. I don't have your head for business. Never mind my head for business. These kinds of numbers could have come from somebody literally without a head. At least tell me you eventually worked out your mistake and you didn't. You were planning on launching another one of these latinum pits when you got back from this mission, weren't you? No. That, yes, I can see it right here, Todd. Rave. What the hell is a rave? It's a type of human dance ritual involving droning rhythms, casual drugs, and... Ooh, hang on, I brought one. Brought one what? One moment, please. Behold. Todd, is this exactly what it looks like? I don't know, Damon. What does it look like? It looks like a rubber device for humanoid babies to suck on when they're teething. It's called a pacifier. So this was how you intended to save the mighty financial empire you managed to ruin. A dance club for babies? No, no. See, the pacifiers for... It says here you even lost a shuttle. Oh, two shuttles. Those weren't my fault. Of course they weren't. One of them was appropriated by the sister of Endeavor's first officer, who gained god powers. You can't possibly expect me to out-negotiate someone with god powers. What does a god need with... And the other one? The other one was lost to a violent mob on a human colony. You can blame me for everything else I've lost since I've had control of your assets and demand restitution. Oh, but I will. But I will not be held responsible for that. You're serious, aren't you? Try me, Damon. I would have Starfleet leave you here to rot before I shoulder the burden for anything that happened on Makaria. You may think you've suffered here, and you may think you've seen the worst that humans are capable of, but I can tell you that you are wrong on both counts. All right. Well, I've considered your point. There is nothing to consider, Damon. Right. The issue is dropped. No more issue. It's off the table. My... Actual ship is still okay, though, right? How is the Relentless Prophet? Oh, what's left of that is sitting in a hangar on Nimbus Station. What's left of that? Yeah, I sold off a bunch of it for parts. This is not a Starfleet Regulation dwelling. This barely qualifies as a Starfleet Regulation outhouse. I'm pretty sure it's being used as a Starfleet regulation on us. Hello? This is Commander Wildman of the USS Endeavor. I was informed there was a Starfleet officer here. If this is about the bribe leaky, I don't know how many ways I can tell you this. We don't believe in money in Starfleet, or physical labor, or... Oh. 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 You look terrible, Rice. Wildman? Lesotho? Uh, Kutch. We've met dozens of times. The filed you away are not important, then. What are you doing here? We're here to rescue you, Arnold. But if we'd known you were here... Dal, come on. What? I don't want to rescue this guy. You remember what it was like when he was acting First Officer of Endeavor? You're telling me this is the only mission I'm allowed to go on and I have to save him? I assure you, Lacerto, the feeling is more than mutual. What? You mean you don't want to rescue me? No, I mean I don't want you to rescue me. Then say that. Words mean things, Rice. Can we cut this short and get out of here, please? I'm afraid that might be a problem, friends. Ah, Damon Park, there you are. Where's Todd? Oh, I killed him. What? What? No, I just yelled at him. You wouldn't know it from the way he started wailing. He's in the runabout now. Think he needed a nap. Park? Yes, what? These... 
so-called rescuers were just insulting me. God, I don't care. Why am I constantly surrounding myself with useless idiots? Is it me? Do I draw them in? What exactly is the problem here? Well, since our arrival on this world, we've managed to incur some rather severe debt. We're, um... <clears throat> we're having a little trouble negotiating our way out of it. <laughs> God, that's hilarious. Commander? Yes, yes Damon? Not you, Rice. I haven't called you Commander once since we crashed here. Why would I start now? Commander Wildman, would you kindly ask your subordinate to stop laughing at me? Absolutely, sir. Uh, as soon as you admit that it's actually really funny. Come on, you have irony on Ferenginar, right? Well, laugh all you like, you still need to get us out of here. Yes, our Miniru overseer is never going to let us just leave until we pay him. Took me nearly a year just to get that signal out. Buying our freedom might actually cost more than that idiot Todd managed to lose while I was away. If a number so large even exists. Yeah, you just leave that to us. Where have they been? It's been nearly four hours. So, five minutes after the last time you checked. Thanks for the update. What do you suppose could possibly be keeping them? I find it best not to speculate. Perhaps the Miniru were offended by their counteroffer. Perhaps they're being tortured or... <laughs> Perhaps they're dead and they're not coming back at all. Lucky jerks. I should have gone with them. Wildman isn't any kind of a leader. <laughs> and you are? Of course I am. According to who? It's whom, you uncultured baboon. And according to Starfleet. Really? Starfleet took an objective look at you, and then at Naomi Wildman, and said, It is our considered opinion that Arnold Rice is a better leader. These say it all. What, the little metal dots on your uniform? That's right, I outrank her. How is it I've worked my poor fingers to little nubs since we've been here, yet you've managed to keep your uniform, including your little metal dots, completely intact? Without decorum, we are- Hey, shut up. Here they come. Don't tell me to shut up. Well, Wildman, did you get a taste of what I was talking about? You failed, didn't you? I could see it on your face. You absolutely- I didn't fail, Arnold. You two are free to go. What's the catch? No catch. Free and clear. Apparently your debt, your indentured servitude, all of it was a big misunderstanding. What? What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, as much as it pains me to agree with Arnold here, I'm going to have to see some proof before I believe this myself. Where's Liji? Outside, fixing your escape pod. Fixing? Uh, oh, this I must see. After you. Hey, Damon! Looks like I proved myself a better negotiator than you. Again. Touch. It isn't nice to be so petty and vindictive. And I love that. Ah, Damon Park, Commander Rice. Good to see you both again. You've never once thought it was good to see either of us, so I don't know what all this again business is all about. And what are you doing to our escape pod? I'll have you know that is Federation property. I was just repairing it. Repairing it? What do you mean repairing it? It has one function to allow us to escape, which it did. Oh no, my friends. It seems that your Starfleet showed much more ingenuity in designing this vessel. It has a full suite of long-range communications devices, and even a propulsion system capable of limited warp travel. It was knocked offline when you crashed, but... Ah, there, it's back. You mean to tell me that with less than five minutes of effort, we could have left this miserable planet at any time? Wow, yeah, that's really gonna sting, huh? So what's the repair job gonna set us back? Tacking that onto our already sizable debt makes it... what, exactly? Oh, you owe us no debt. I beg your pardon. That was all a misunderstanding. You were free to go. 
either in your restored escape pod or with Commander Wildman and her friends. What in God's name is going on here? Kindness? Ah, that explains why neither of us recognizes what we're seeing here. What did you say to them, Tellerite? It must have been you, right? And three were gone for hours. And no one else I know has the tenacity to negotiate for that long. I'm taking that as a compliment. But no, there was no negotiating. We asked Leaky to help, and he was happy to do so. It's true. I was there. Where were you all this time? We were discussing, at great length, the history and culture of my world and your Federation. Not my Federation. We were all just so exhilarated to learn about one another that we simply lost track of the time. Where the hell was all of this cultural interest when we first met, Leaky? As I recall, the first thing I said to you when we met was, we come in peace and I would be happy to broker a limited cultural exchange as a show of good faith before the bargaining begins. Well now, there we come to the interesting part. Oh, I very much doubt that. It turns out the Monero are mimetic empaths. Should I know what that means? It means that, like, say a Betazoid. They sense and process the emotions of other sentient beings around. But unlike a Betazoid? They then assume the properties of those beings. They learn from each distinctive experience and add that unique experience to their genetic memory. Which is why they travel the stars, eager to meet as many new cultures as possible. Travel the stars? Look around, you wildmen. We've been stuck in what is effectively a tree fort on the edge of a dirt farm for ten months. Oh, Monero 4 is a relatively new colony for them. Their homeworld is the next planet over, Monero 3. And it's as advanced as any race Starfleet has ever encountered. And because of their mimetic nature, much more diverse. Well, then why did they leave us stranded here on this dump all this time? Why why were they so completely terrible to... No. What? They assume the traits of the people around them. Yes, well, that explains the greed, but not the sheer petty cruelty. Doesn't it, though? call this one a win. First contact made with a really fascinating new species. Two Nimbus personnel assumed dead, now rescued. And we don't have to ride back with either of them, since the escape pod is fully functional. That was surprisingly cruel of you, Naomi. Oh, it doesn't count when we're talking about rice. You know that. Well, Dal, you can't deny the captain's gonna be pretty happy with all of this. Yeah. And everything okay? Yeah, Dal, you've been quiet this entire trip. But not, like, brooding quiet. I know what that looks like. Oh, yeah. She gets that little scowl. And the pouty face. But if anything, I'd say she's almost smiling right now. I've just been thinking. I'm not sure if either of you know this, but I'm usually pretty hard on myself. What? First time hearing of this. And look, the captain and everyone else on this project has every right to despise me after the extremely poor decisions I've made. But I've been internalizing that, and somehow managing to hate myself even more. I just about convinced myself that I was completely worthless. And that's why you're smiling? Meeting the Miniru, and seeing this... living embodiment of the three of us, I realized I don't give myself enough credit. You both have so many amazing qualities, and my awful ones didn't manage to cancel those out because the three of us actually make each other better in so many ways. Yeah, this is why I didn't say any of this out loud. Because I didn't feel like hugging. Too late! Thanks, buddy. Really. 
Enter. Hi, Arnold. I wanted to see how you were settling in. It was nice of the Admiral to give you back your old quarters. Mm. Do you know where they'll be assigning you next? What are you watching? This? Yes, I have been given a rare opportunity, Wildman. Not everyone gets a chance to watch their own funeral. Ah. Eight people, Wildman. I'm sorry? Eight people came to my funeral. Eight people. None of which, I note, is the Admiral, my actual superior officer. My own sister didn't even bother to come. Did you know that? I didn't. No, of course you didn't, because you weren't there either. Yes, well... We were stranded in the- Yes, yes, stranded in unexplored space with Lacerto and the Tellarite. How did you enjoy your parade when you got back, hero? Enjoy your promotions? Your accolades from the captain? I got back from my heroic mission in deep space to find that a man from 200 years ago had taken my job, and my commanding officer, to whom I have never been more than 100% loyal, didn't even attend my very brief memorial service. Do you have- any idea what that feels like, Wildman? Arnold, I... Commander, if you please, Wildman, I still have some dignity in my rank. Thank you oh so very much. And no, you don't know what that feels like. Eight people. Eight people would need to be hired to direct the massive herd of mourners who have, I have no doubt, will attend the five-day mandatory mourning period that will follow the unfortunate death of Naomi Wildman. I gave everything to this mission. Everything. This was going to be my big shot. And now, nothing. Forgotten. Eight people. They may as well have let the Tellarite urinate on a tombstone. Well, Arnold... Commander? Well, Arnold, first of all, you seem to be under the mistaken impression that we were friends or colleagues of some sort. And let me dissuade you of that notion right now. I've never liked you, Rice. You're an unpleasant little brown noser, and you have been since the Academy. I cannot stand to be in the same room as you, but unlike you, I never felt the need to make that your problem. The difference between you and me is that I have a degree of professionalism that you utterly lack. How dare you? You will never find a more stalwart bastion of professionalism than I. There's a difference between knowing the rules and knowing people, Rice, and it's something you've never been able to figure out. And you're right. When you were gone, people finally realized how much better they were without you. Season 2, Episode 9 of Endeavor featured Mark Bosco as the narrator and Todd, Brian Lynch as Pac, Kara O'Connor as Naomi Wildman, Joseph Ravenson as Gia, Matt Robotham as Rice, Jason Wallace as Kutch, and Ron Algarwatt as Liji. It was written by Ron Algarwatt and Matt Robotham. Original theme and additional music by Rich DeThorn. For more information, episode archives, RSS feeds, and more, go to ussendeavor.com. To show your financial support for this show and receive access to bonus shorts, visit patreon.com algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. Production copyright 2021 by Algar Productions. Endeavor is not a for-profit production, and all concepts herein are property of Viacom CBS. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun. <laughs> <laughs>